Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Jordan Brown's not going to be like the eight, the double-double no, that Penny double wants him to be. Spot play but I don't think like. he's this bad. Like, I think yeah. he's going to have games where he flashes and he gives you something over time. Um, and as long as one of them plays well, I think you're you're okay. Um, and then you know I've I've said repeatedly. I mean the guard play, especially Quinterly. I mean Quinterly. He hadn't been as good as I thought he was going to be. To be honest with you, he hasn't, we've had spots where he's been great, but I I, I think consistency wise, I yes. expected more. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's right. And just command. It's just like they need yeah. him to like for whatever. And I guess that's what Penny was going for down the stretch, but. You know, ultimately, they're not at their best when they're going iso ball. And the way for them to not go iso ball is to play through him. And I think that's what – there's a middle ground between David Jones getting the ball the time in an iso situation mm-hmm. and, like, whatever happened at the end of that Ole Miss game. You know, like, yep. there's a middle ground there yep. um, that they need it. to achieve yeah. uh, and figure out. And, you know, like, ultimately, one of the issues is sometimes, you know, like, the reality of the situation is the schedule Penny had to put together, like you don't have games to go figure it out. Like it'd be I nice if you, you know, if you after you lose to Ole Miss, you're playing like a crap game tonight before you go to Texas A&M, so you have the crap game tonight to work some of this stuff out. Um, and maybe that's what this VCU game has turned into, but it's a road game, so it's a little more complicated, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're fine. Uh, I still think they're, you know, like they've led most of that game ultimately at Ole Miss. They were the be- they they had the better team. I saw it was more disappointing. They didn't have the better yeah. game, but they had the better team. Yeah. Um, and so, and I don't think that nothing they've done has really damaged them yet. This might do a little damage, but nothing so far has really damaged them. But you know, the truth is, is that you know, if if you look at this next the the rest of this stretch, you've got. You'd, you'd hope they win tonight. And then I think when you look at the – you go A&M, Clemson, Virginia, Vanderbilt. I think your goal is to go 3-1 and one there. However however it ends up happening, you know, 2-2 two and two would be okay. But I think you want to go 3-1, and one, right? Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, you know, 2-2 two and two means – you know, I, two and 2 means you only either got one good win out of it or you lost to Vanderbilt, which would be honestly like Vanderbilt is now has that's turned that home game has turned into like an AAC game. Basically, that's what I said. Where, it's the next four here because I count that as a must win, like a yeah that Vandy game. Yeah, you, you make hay with the next four. Vandy's not going to do you anything. Yeah, winning. No, it's more. Yeah, it is more like a 
you know, you're playing UTSA almost. Exactly. Like, you know, like you, Sad but you just have to win. Yep. Um, and if you lose, it's a disaster. Get them off the schedule, man. This is it, right? Yes, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Can we uh, replace them with Arkansas? Well, I think it sounds no, like Penny, no, the way because, Penny's uh, talking. No, no, no. no, yeah. Musselman could not have been more clear about that, I thought, in the postgame. Yeah. Well, Penny's oh, been talking. Right there. Well, you heard Penny on his radio show. He wants to go somewhere. They want to, they were going to oh, Maui next year. Yeah. He said something and, on the West Coast before they yeah. got out there. Yeah. And he, I think, I think the goal is to get, try and get a Gonzaga, Gonzaga to play a game. Good but I think they'll set, I think there's other teams they're talking yeah, they to got out a, West. They got a better chance of like, uh, you know, uh, Cal Irvine. And then he also mentioned on his, he mentioned on his TV coach's show, he wants to play Patino and St. John's. Yeah, that that oh, series would Lord. have that would have no juice. You don't think so? No, not yet, right? St. John's. Bro. I don't know. Is he ready to take off next year? You get to play at the Garden, and then you get Patino here. Yeah, I mean, it's not it, a bad. It'd be interesting here, but it, it, is it? It's like it's not a brand. It's like Patino himself is not going to like. I mean, uh, yeah, you don't I think just, he's going to be successful at St. John's? I I'm think, guessing I, by year two and year three, he's going to have them rolling. I think for like, what St. John's is in 2023, he'll be successful, but I don't think he'll be. I just feel be, like, wouldn't you, I, if like, you told me they're playing St. John's instead of Vanderbilt, I'd say, oh, like, yeah. I'll take that all day cool. long over Vanderbilt. I, I mean, I guess I would say it's an Especially upgrade there because of how guard. bad Stackhouse is, but I'd rather play, you know, uh, a, a lot of schools, honestly, mm-hmm. than St. John's. But maybe that's the best you can do. You know, I well, realize how hard it is. to play an MSG. Yeah, right. you get to go to you get to yeah. go to the garden. That's yeah, a big that's part right. of that. Um, uh, Hitman Hoops reports that Jordan Brown is out tonight. Okay, uh, and the number actually moved up for Memphis, and so they went from two to two and a half. Total did come down, but uh, yeah, the the market liked that news for Memphis, which mm. is apparently an illness. Okay, what's the what do you think the illness is? Uh, yeah, uh, flu's going around. It's flu season. It oh, is, is that what it is? There's yeah. stuff out here everywhere, yeah, as like you flu know. flu season. You, okay. you a carrier. What, you got Zaire Williams? Maybe got it from Zaire Williams. Zaire Williams was out with an illness. I thought, I thought it might have been Zai like... Uh, and Jordan uh, Brown been hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> they could help the, each other. Uh, <laughs> Let's help each other. I don't I don't fit in this system virus, <laughs> you know, that's been going around type. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he did not travel with the team. So, it, I mean, he must be in quarantine. Like, it's 2021 over in this mug, bro. Well, that's good. You don't want to get the rest of the team sick. Right, that I guess you don't want to... These yeah. are the most important games, these yeah, next that's four. Right. I promise you that. Oh, I, would, I don't know. Who, who knows? everybody healthy. Depend- it's, a, it's a very... Uh, it's very hard illness, right? What well, does it does? I don't know. What, I mean, there is nothing in January, Mark. We won't be talking about anything till the end of February with the FAU, and then in March, the two may, matchups. Maybe Wichita, maybe Wichita, Wichita, uh, or yeah, Wichita, they and then two, yeah. at, SM, them and Tulane. Still, can we still get up for those? And Tulane had a higher net than Memphis. You know that net; those first ones <laughs> were wonky as it gets. Got McNeese State thirty, but. Wichita, Wichita was also in like I think they were top one hundred in the net. So like that might be maybe that's that that that's a home game there. Maybe maybe you can get a little. My point: you just will get no credit. It's much like football, you'll get no credit for for wins there. Mm-hmm. You know that you can't make up anything that's going to impress the selection. No, I, no, it's no. I know. Yeah, it's, it's no, all this, the way this, down to February. This next Florida. stretch is really important. Oh, like gotta you win. could, you gotta, you know, like you got these two, especially to me. Like it'd be great if you can win the road game at A and M, but. The home games against Clemson and Virginia, like, you know, you, you haven't had, especially, it's like the combo of getting good wins and you haven't had a home game. You're going to play that Clemson game and you're going to have not have a home game in a, a month. month. Like, if you really want to generate some excitement going into, as you put it, like kind of a yeah. meh <laughs> January, you got to, you know, you got to win some of those games. Um, and so, we'll see. They got the talent. I don't think talent is the issue. I really don't. Oh, no. um, I think they got enough. 
Um, they just got to fit it all together a little better. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's hard when you're playing these tough games back to back to back, but maybe tonight, I think, I think tonight they'll get a, I, I'm not saying they're going to blow out VCU, but they'll I, control it. I think they'll win this I game so tonight. Too. Yeah. You know, they'll get a nice win. Yep. Nice bounce back win. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, he is Mark Giannato. Read him at commercialappeal.com. And listen to him from 2 to 4 here on uh, 92 FM ESPN. We'll come back. Got some news in the NFL. Jets have a new starting quarterback. Did Zach Wilson step up to the challenge? Did it have to be somebody else? Get into that and more. Jason John. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Yeah, so the news uh, locally here uh, is Jordan Brown not going to go tonight for the University of Memphis. Uh, He is out with an illness, uh, according to Hitman Hoops. Did not travel with the team. Malcolm Dandridge, big Malco feature film presentation. He's been doing it for you this year. He's been doing it for For the you and the haters. For the you and the haters. Might daunt all over you, man, Moose. Yes, he did. That was personal. That was personal. It I, looked personal. Lance Thomas basically hinted at that. Now, I know you should have been an and one. Lance Thomas. Yeah, I know you have forgotten about Lance. Hold up. Lance Thomas weighed in? Yes, he did. And you saw it? I did. Y'all still following Lance? It came up in my For You page. Damn. And he was like, that's cold. He said something like, this is funny knowing the history the or person. something like okay, that. Yeah, I like that, Lance. Kind of dropping Still in cl- some insight. He is dropping in that institutional knowledge with the program. Right. Lance Thomas, man. One of the goats. I mean, one of Penny's favorites. One of the goats. Yeah, he was he was really good when he was here. He uh he was really good in theory. You know. Good in practice. Yeah. Was good in the Bahamas. Had one good game against UCF, saved him from a loss there. And that oh, that's was right. That was right. That's right. That was Glad his you moment. gave him the regular season. Yeah. That was his moment. Uh, but you. no Jordan Brown. Do you expect this to have any kind of material difference or material impact on the on, on the game? Chance no, of winning? no, yeah. no. The question here, John, is whether or not this is like unhappiness or whether it's real illness. You just want to keep him away from the team because I think if you um, if you just take stock of sort of the way it's gone for Jordan Brown here, and we've come on and we've talked about how man it just didn't fit in right now, and how he plays more of a half court game than what 
you know, Penny's offense and uh, sort of allow him to do. Um, you know, you could sort of see a, a, a John, a, a, a scenario where Jordan Brown's unhappy, this hasn't gone the way he wanted, and maybe there's, you're going through some things right now, so you, you just can't rule that out. Mm-hmm. That said, I mean, Hitman Hoop's been pretty on it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you that it's not an illness and oh here we go. But we have seen so many situations, not just in Memphis but in college basketball, where guy gets unhappy. You have you have these moments where you you hold him out, whatever else, and uh, do you get it smoothed over or not? We'll see. Because we do know there's it has not gone the way right. I think both sides clearly hoped it would when when Jordan Brown signed with Memphis. Well, that's I mean you said he's gonna be the leading scorer on this team, and I don't think it was just you. There was two of you. It was you and Jeffrey Wright. Oh man! Yeah, leading score, and oh, so so spell. we all had huge expectations, some higher than others, mm-hmm. for Jordan Brown. hadn't He hadn't met, come close to meeting any of them. Not yeah. all his fault. Again, yeah. th- I just don't know that this style uh, works for him. You know, I mean, it just and doesn't. He can't slow it down. That's not what you know. That's that's not Memphis basketball for him. That's exactly right. I mean, nor should it should it be. Yeah, you know, point. Jason, it, it kind of is what it is. Down just for Jordan Brown. Yeah, it kind of is what it is from that perspective, bro. I mean, you know, it, it's now. Which one do you think it is? Right now, we just chalk it up. We'll say, yeah. Illness, I mean, I'm right? gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the report at its word, bro. Exactly. I'm not gonna, I think, I'm you, not, I think not, you have to at this. point. I, I'm not gonna sit here and 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 dispute the veracity of the of the report, Jason. I mean, that's just not what I'm gonna do. But I mean, I think in terms of the, the way these things go, you know. We'll see if he comes. We'll see how long the illness lasts. Again, I could play too. Super important four game stretch. This one being can't lose it. Texas A M, Clemson, Virginia. You can't let Jordan Brown get somebody else sick, mm. especially over the next four. Right. Stop. So I could really buy stop that the spread. Exactly. So you have to like put the. You know, what I'm saying the, the. That's why we have this in here. The 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 plexiglass. John's the plexiglass. Yeah, people know we're on. You, we're you act like we're on TV. We're not. Dude, we're we're on simulcast, dude. Uh, so yes, that's why we have you know this in here, so that we could sort of, uh, you know, the the aerosols, right? Uh, and I think it does a, It's done a good job for the most part. Um, so maybe Memphis basketball needs to sort of follow our protocols, right? I mean, we've showed up every day. We haven't had a, a sick day here on the show. I mean, it's it's you know pretty remarkable just the runs that that we've both put together. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I, I think the the market pl- clearly thinks absolutely nothing of this development. Uh, Jordan Brown has not been doing anything for Memphis, so it's not like this is some you know big loss. It's not uh, Malcolm and Nick Jordan are going to step up and they're going to play you know decent basketball. It's going to be fine. If it was like a you know if David Jones was out, that'd be different. But this- Mark, Mark, Mark makes a good point on, and, and push, we couldn't hold him all day on. You just need him or Malco playing well, and Malco's playing well enough right now that you don't miss Jordan Brown. But here's the one thing on Malco, and I'll give him all the credit in the world. Like you just hope he would have a one full, finally healthy, you know, full, he- fully healthy season. But can you depend on what you've gotten from Malco all year long with his injury history? With we know, I mean, I've seen him, you know, bend over. You know, feeling like he's looking like he's in pain this year, even though we've seen some clearly some fantastic plays and uh, and some good stretches of basketball from him. That's the one thing is like, can I can I depend on Malco to be this good all season long? So Jordan Brown's sort of absence from the offense doesn't matter as much. I, you can you do that? We, you know, you could be to a point where Malco can't play. We've been there before, and so again, hopefully Malco can keep it up because again, that's what makes what John just said. You know, Jordan Brown not being there tonight. Not having a big impact on this game, the fact that you've got Malco and Jordan at times, you know, playing decently enough. Yeah. yeah. When have you had a full healthy season of Malco though? Never. 
right? So hopefully it, it holds out for as long as you need it to. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, that is the uh, the latest with Memphis basketball still hanging around. The total did come down from 142.5 to 140.5. So I what guess, does that tell you? Uh, uh, I don't really know. I mean, it could be it could okay, be related to, to Jordan Brown. It huh? could not be. It could just be a play from a service. That's, well, it was, that, that was two points he was going to score? I, mean, I guess so, yeah. I yeah. guess it's... <laughs> One less bucket uh, for the the game. Uh, But the number did go up in terms of Memphis. I think that's, you know, part of that might be streamlining the rotation, you know, and not having to to give seven minutes, you know, to a guy that's probably not. And you said you would lay them all here. That's what you said. I I think I heard that. I'm a little more compelled to do it. uh, I'll be honest. Now that Jordan Brown's out, you're more compelled to bet it. Well, because it's it's obvious now. Like I think it's always easier for Penny when it is obvious in terms of who who fewer players. Yes, I mean I think that's true. Actually, of most coaches, not just Penny. I think most coaches like outthink themselves. You know, oh, I have all these players on my bench, so many options. You know, and it's like no, just pick eight. Just pick eight. Tell three. Sucks to suck, in so many words, mm-hmm. and then stick with that and okay. ride and ride with that. I mean, the 0708 Memphis basketball team that went to the championship, they had a four man rotation. They played four dudes, like it was revolutionary in the way that they did it. And they still got to the championship game, right? I guess occasionally Sean Tagger would play, but past that, it was who was it, bro? It was four dudes, right? So tighten up, don't lighten up. You're saying, yeah, bro, tighten up, don't lighten up, man. Just keep it simple. Keep it simping, keep it pimping. Just stop. <laughs> Next story. Thank you, Brad. We'll keep it in college basketball because we want to always hold John Martin and his FAU Owls accountable. They go down last night, number 11 team in the country, 98-89. to 89, And I think Mark touched on this. nothing to be ashamed about uh, losing to an Illinois team uh, that uh, was ranked at one point. We're comparing Illinois' resume to Memphis's and saying, why are they ranked above Memphis? Now, that was a while back. And last night, number 20, Illinois shot 63%. And there's a point I'm going to get to with this in that 98-89 to 89 victory over uh, Florida Atlantic's number 11 and probably, I would imagine, going to drop at least a couple of spots at the end, though you are losing to a ranked team. The scary thing is is just how easy it was for Illinois. 63% they shot and scored uh, over 40 in both halves, obviously 47 in that second half after FAU no, excuse me, 59 in that second half after FAU had tra- had had led at the halftime. And listen now, for FAU, defensively, I just want you to know, man, John, because you were so concerned about Memphis's defense for you, their number 32 Memphis's defensively, this FAU squad that we're holding up and we need it to be good uh, because those are your two good opportunities in American Athletic Conference play, they're 64th defensively. What they do is score all over you. They're fifth offensively, but 64th defensively, 30, a good 30 spots below Memphis. And, yes, against Illinois, uh, they lit them up. There was another game. We gave up 74 to Charleston, a game you know very well. Um, defensively, they've got some serious questions. And I'm, if I'm looking at a matchup of those two, you'd say right now, man, you expect a high-scoring affair. I don't know that they can stop a bread wagon, John, especially a team as talented as Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Illinois is a talented team. Their guards got hot. No question about it, but if we're concerned about Memphis's defense, you better be concerned about your Al's defense as well. Yeah, I mean, look, there I there you go. I think obviously they're a little, they're far more advanced offensively than Vladislav. Don't play a lot of defense. What he does is score. But um, yeah, I mean, look, FAU has you know had a hell of a season so far. I mean, I'm not. I don't think there's a lot of shame in losing. You know, at Illinois. I mean, I think that's 
You know, that's probably the way that it was neutral. It was Jimmy V. Clay. Oh, excuse me. Okay, neutral. I mean, you know, ranked team. No, um, there's no shame in it. I said as much. Yeah, they did beat A and M. I'll get on a neutral. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, you know, they 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 need to start stacking up some some wins if they want to. You know, I mean, really make a case for a top four, top five seed. They got Arizona on the twenty third, and that's really about it, other than Memphis. So um, they probably have failed in doing that. Um, you know, they're probably looking at a. You know, because I, you know, I know that they probably don't have a lot of media coverage in in Boca there. But if they did, they would be saying that this team is probably going to top out as a four or five at best. And I think that's optimistic. If they beat Memphis twice and Memphis is ranked, I could mm-hmm. see a five maybe. But I think they've kind of locked themselves into a six after losing to Bryant and now not winning against Illinois. You know, it's not so much losing to Illinois; it's not beating them. If that makes sense, so. Yeah, I think if you're them, you know, you're going to be looking at a six seed, and, and uh, that could be a dangerous six seed, I'll say that. If there are six, then those games can – there's a limit to what those games do for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's you a limit to how that? high you can go. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean they, they have – unlike Memphis, they have a bad loss, and right, that one's correct. Bryant. Yes. So if we're talking about, you know, not winning that Arizona game, you not offsetting with it with a with a great win. And I tell you, Texas A&M is one of those, but you'd need another. If we're if we're talking about the AAC, the best you can do is a, a you know five six seed, you know that second team is going to be in that eight nine slot. Yeah, yeah I mean, so at, at best. So you know, again, and we mess around, but it's it's never a good development for Memphis for the AAC when when Florida Atlantic goes down. You wanted them to be sort of like Houston, a team that you could hold for a three or a four seed, mm-hmm. really, and, and battle them, and then maybe you take it from them based on what you did in the rest of the non conference. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a loss to not an embarrassing loss certainly on a neutral floor, but an opportunity that you didn't uh, take advantage of there. And uh, we'll see what happens to FAU. Keep your eye on their defense, though. Uh, those Memphis guards, especially David Jones, could have a field day in those games. Exactly right. Next story. All right, got some quarterback news we need to get to. Uh, two starting quarterback decisions have been made in the NFL today. We will go with uh, the New York Jets first. Remember, uh, Zach Wilson said. Uh, initially, he didn't want to come back. He was worried about the injury. He didn't feel like it was, uh, you know, the right decision. Well, he is back. Salah smoothed it over. Zach Wilson has. Said he always wanted to play. Yeah. You guys are running with false narratives. Zach gives us the best chance to win, Robert Salah said. Uh, according to ESPN, he was leading toward Wilson on Monday, but he delayed his announcement amid a new quarterback controversy, a report by The Athletic that said Wilson was reluctant to return to the team. Uh, or the field, I should say. Sala met privately with Zach Wilson on Monday and insisted he wanted badly to be in the lineup. Obviously, you know, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is stupid, uh, and it was stupid from the beginning. They have less than a .1% chance to make the playoffs. He is not coming back, uh, and he acknowledges as much, says it would not make a ton of sense to risk re-injuring a game that has no... No, it was, it was good playoff. for the McAfee show, though, you know. Oh, that, yeah, of course. I guess extra just what they need, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Some juice. <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's clearly just a disaster of a season, and they're playing out the string, and it doesn't matter who you're playing at quarterback, whether it's uh, Tim Boyle, Zach Wilson, Bennett Doyle. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it don't matter who they, who they decide to put in there. Uh, it's going to be... Bennett Doyle, rugby player. Yeah. I mean, it could be an interesting look. Maybe in a wildcat like your Florida State Seminoles were doing. That's right. With with Bennett, do we think he could get the ball down the field? Though I feel like he's more of a r- battering ram. I would put Bennett at the bottom of the tush push pile. That's where he belongs with those strong legs and buttocks. 
then it would be the tush push. Yeah, he'd be in there. Okay, doing what Kelsey does. Like, I think I I could see because Bennett. it's as important a role as the exactly. as the you know you have to have the foundation. Right, I Bennett, feel like he would be part of that. Bennett, I think, is like uh like Mike Allstott. You know, he would have like a Mike Allstott type resurgence at the fullback position. Now that's better than you and me because we would not be on the field. We would no. be watching Bennett in action. I'm on the headset. I'm like I'm calling I'm the I'm yeah. the OC you know what I'm saying yeah you think you're Mike McDaniel but you're Brandon Staley oh uh, well that's the vibes I get yeah I would go a lot like I would Josh McDaniel I would from go you. for it well no I would I would uh, no question I would outdo Josh McDaniels on the coach Tony Pearsar said he got this well, you just stay here in your seat at nine two nine yeah talking about I'll be a good coach I'd be a great coach I'd be a great motivator I'd say men we beat that ass today you know I'd be a great motivator bro people would love me and I'd give the game ball to the person that deserves it the most you know I'd I'd be a real great judge of who deserves the game ball you know sometimes I think somebody I I think the wrong guy gets the game ball sometimes you know let's be better about who who gets it you know it's easy to give it to the quarterback every game you know what about the defense come on man what about the defense they deserve some love, too. So that's the news in New York uh, Jets land. Zach Wilson's going to be back as quarterback one against the Texans. And then I know you were wondering who's going to play quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings this this weekend against the Raiders. And you have your answer. It's the astronaut, Josh Dobbs, is back somehow after throwing four picks against four. the Bears. Pretty sure it was four. And it should have been five. Did Goff throw four against us, too? Is that is that true? I'm pretty sure. That, yeah, I think maybe in back to back we have. Is that crazy? That'd be crazy. We got eight picks in two games. I'm pretty sure. Golf might have had three in a fumble. I'm thinking it was four and four somewhere around. There. And y'all play again? Doesn't matter. This um, weekend? Bears? Yeah. Yeah, I got Detroit again. Uh, let's see. Damn, I feel like uh, Golf had three picks. Three. Three in a fumble. That's seven picks y'all had. Seven picks in, in the two, two games weeks. against quarterbacks. Yeah, it's not that like, is nuts. Kind of nuts. Um, we are top ten defense, and I think back to the point, it's going to save Eberflus's job. Unfortunately, we'll ask Adam Turnoff about this. They did release Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half. Okay. I, I don't think they expected it to be Josh Dobbs, though. I think they expected it to be somebody oh, else. Oh, so we shall see. Paul or whoever it was, uh, yeah. Nick Mullins. Oh, Mullins. Yeah, they expected it to be over. Nick Mullins, the um, former Niner. Yes, Southern Miss. Does that sound right? Sounds right. I think yeah. he went to Southern Miss. I might be wrong on that. Because uh, yeah, he went to Southern Miss. Um, but uh, it is not an old star for you. Uh, Vikings coach uh, Kevin O'Connor says uh, McConnell, I should say, not Kevin O. Is it, or is it, it is McConnell, right? I think it's Kevin McConnell. Um, uh, no, it is Kevin O'Connell. He said they are confident. They are yeah, very confident. Very in Josh disrespectful. Dobbs. You don't know that his his name. My bad, bro. I mean, I, I can only store so much information. Uh, but it will be Josh Dobbs. So you have two NFL quarterback decisions here uh, with. Um, Zach Wilson back in the saddle there in New York, and Josh Jobs is for some reason starting again. I mean, I get dude. Imagine how lucky I am. I get to see Josh Dobbs and Aiden O'Connell in a matchup for it all on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas. I mean, you cannot like that is the first like. The, if I you, can't believe you're going to two games. I'm going to two. Well, I have to. If I'm there, I have to. I mean, that's kind of why I extended the trip so long because what other chance would I have to go Sunday than Thursday? Boom, 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 base. I always dreamed. Of when my when I got a chance to go to the I've, I've toured the stadium I've done that but I've never seen a game there right. and I always dreamed that I want my first game in Allegiant Stadium to be Josh Dobbs versus Aiden O'Connell. You know what I'm saying? If you told me a, that, should be a cheap ticket. If you'd have told me that, I'd have been like, "Who the hell are those people?" <laughs> like what? So anyway, yeah, uh, you got some quarterback news in the NFL. We'll talk to Turnoff about it, but uh, so far that is the latest.
Next story. Real quick, I want to inform the people of something else that happened at the uh, with the city council yesterday. You got that hike. You know what I'm referring Ooh-wee. to? Ooh, we. That MLGW Ooh-wee. hike. We've approved it. It's a uh, 12% increase, important to say, over three years. I don't know if we should do that, y'all. I don't know. Because don't, and here's where I'll start. When the power's been out, and we've had it out in an excessive way over the last year, have we not all said we'd pay a little extra so that it doesn't, so that we get those trees trimmed and everything else? And I know there's been, in previous years, some mismanagement of funds by MLGNW. But McGowan, Doug McGowan, MLGW's president and CEO, had laid it out pretty clearly what they need. And frankly, I don't think there's any way we're not holding them accountable, holding MLGNW uh, uh, accountable based on previous history. Um, with this hike. And so it was approved, rightfully so. And and I'll tell you what it means. I mean, you got a $250 MLGW bill. That might be what it runs average for you. You're going to add about 10 bucks to it uh, because we're talking about a 4% increase over the next three years to get you to that 12. And so I would tell you that it's uh, I'm all for it, needed. Uh, I suspect, again, Doug McGowan's going to be you know smart with this money. They said a lot of it will go to tree trimming. Um, nine council members voted for it. Uh, voted in favor of the increase with four council members voting against it. Give you one guess on who was against. Uh, I don't make He's been making a lot of news lately. Uh, JB, much, Ricky Smooth, Smiley. Uh, again, okay. That man was one of the four against the hike. And I guess some people would be behind that because it, there are parts of the city can't afford any. I don't, I don't care whether it's a, a, a $5 increase, uh, can't afford an increase in their MLGW bill. But as, and, and, and I'm, I'm not sure which councilman made the point, but they're absolutely right. Um, as they pointed out, I'd rather pay that extra $10 a month or hopefully even for that family, whatever that is, than, than pay, have to pay for a new set of groceries because I've been, my power's been out for a week and a half and I've had to replace all the, the groceries in my, in my refrigerator as a result of it. So in the end, I think it's progress, although I, I realize I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, naive to the fact that, you know, this will be more for people who can't afford more right now for MLGW. Mm. So I'm thinking about those folks, yeah. but I'm also thinking about hopefully the improvements and fewer power outages well, uh, yeah. as a result of the increase. I mean, look, you guys can't complain about not getting, you know, more money. I mean, well, so we come on here and say that. Exactly. So do something. Now you have to do something. Now you have to really improve it. I mean, you're oh, MLGW. Yeah, you're that's saying. what I'm saying. Yes, like, I got you. MLGW is getting more money. They're getting more funds from, uh, you know, the citizens and the residents of Memphis. So you need to use those tax, uh, not tax, but the, the the rate hikes, you know, to improve the infrastructure and make sure that when it rains, you know, it, we're not going to lose power for two days. Here, it, uh, one quote I thought it was important. He summed it up well, McGowan. Since the year 2000, we'll, and this will put the bow on it, outages are twice as frequent and last three times as long. That is directly attributable to a lack of funding, a lack of approved rate increases over the past two decades. You can't afford to cut your way to reliability. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need the necessary resources. But to that point, these outages are getting too frequent and too long. Got to do something. Ultimately, it's going to come back to us in the, in the rate hike. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Adam Turnoff! That's it all for Right Angle Sports. Joins us every Wednesday here on the show. Download, subscribe, listen to the Simple Handicap Podcast. Every single morning, Adam is going through all of the movements in the market and breaking them down and making sense of them. And uh, it is a it is an invaluable resource if you're going to be betting the NFL where you need all the tools that you can get. Join us now. Hello, Adam. How are we doing? I'm doing great. It is a fun Wednesday morning of NFL market movement, so there's a lot to talk about. So we'll try to jam it all in here in the segment for everybody listening. Yeah, it's uh, it's intestinal fortitude week at Right Angle Sports. There's no question yeah. about it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm there. I'm I'm part of these releases. I love to be a part of these releases. And then sometimes you guys will send some across that uh, make me a little disgusted. And I think you certainly understand why, at least with one of these. So let's just get into what we have out there. Some of these numbers are still available. Patriots plus six tomorrow on Thursday night football. It is Bailey Zeppi. It is Mitch Trubisky. And Right Angle Sports has determined there is value on Patriots and the six. Why? Because the best unit of offense or defense on the field in this matchup on Thursday night football is going to be the Patriots defense and they're getting six points. Now everybody's going to hesitate and be like, hold on. The Patriots don't score points. And you're right. They do not score points. They have really uh, last three weeks. They've hold the opponents to 10 points or less. They haven't won a game. That's what you're dealing with when you're betting on new England. However, we're now in a spot where the Steelers at home with a backup quarterback facing the Patriots defense are laying six points. And what is important is this is the second offensive reset for the Steelers in three weeks. Remember, they switched play callers against Cincinnati right. three games ago. And then they had the picket injury last week. And now they're going to Trubisky. There's a lot going on here with the Steelers offense that they're going to have to get right against a good pass defense. Uh, we'll take the six. Wow. 
I mean, I I, I, I got it. I, I, I'm here, but man, I mean, I just I I hate. What about the twenty nine and a half? They gonna get to thirty in this game, Adam? They might not get to nine and a half, let alone have twenty one on top right, of that. Go. Um, where to get? Look, I, I guess I would ask look. you, like, why and and uh, why not just take the the to- the under on the total? Wouldn't that have been a little? That's what I'm getting. You at. know what I'm saying? Like, because it, it's kind of the same bet, is it not? Like, you don't expect many points because we know if the Steelers score seven, that probably will do it. You know, for the cover there. So, would you not have felt? You know, a little more comfortable with the under. I'm just curious, or is it just so low where you don't even want to test that? It is very low. I don't know how this, and this is an honest answer. I don't know how to think about a total of 29 and a half in a regular season game that is not impacted by weather. Um, I just don't. And so, you guys are probably right. I, I, I just, I don't know how to make that bet. Simply put, Um, that's fair. We haven't seen it before for non-weather games. It's a historically low number. There's a ton of uncertainty around it, yep. and and I just I just don't know what to do with that. And there's other games like that this week too. Yeah, there there certainly are. I do want to get to some other uh, releases because there has been uh, some news this morning. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, who you all released at two and a half, now three. Again, we go through this every single week when there's a two and a half move to a three. You know, very different bet um, for you know, unless it's the 49ers in Philly, <laughs> then, it's, uh-huh. then it doesn't matter. But uh, in a lot of cases in the NFL, it does matter. Uh, it is going to be Josh Dobbs. Does that change your handicap, your opinion on this game? Um, what do you make of that announcement? I was hoping for Mullins. Um, I'm glad it's not Hall, and I'll settle for Dobbs. Is how I'm looking at it. Um, what what the big sort of misconception with Josh Dobbs is, is that he is not a designed runner. People will look at the stats and say, he's right up there with Lamar. Josh Dobbs has had three designed runs that were called for him by Kevin O'Connell in his starts with the Minnesota Vikings. He's had 25 runs in total. 22 of those have been broken plays or scrambles. And so people listening have to stop looking at this Vikings offense with Dobbs as this, like, Braven-style, QB, mobile-focused offense. It's just not that. And we saw Josh Dobbs really struggle against Chicago when he only had two total runs, none of them designed again, uh, because he was forced to be a pocket passer, which is what O'Connell wants. You think about his time with the Rams. He had Jared Goff sitting in the pocket. That's, That's the offense that he runs. Justin Jefferson coming back this week is going to change this offense for Minnesota and really alleviate the pressure that has been put on Dobbs who got away with a ton early and showed what he looks like when he's forced to be a pocket passer against the bears defense. That was quietly improving last time we saw this team play on primetime on Monday night. Now he faces a Raiders defense with his best weapon back. Dobbs will be in the pocket. will be much more comfortable and we're really relying on this Flores defense, which is improving to slow down this Raiders offense with Kevin o- or with O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell, and the other way on the other side under center. I think Aiden O'Connell right now, as it stands, of starting quarterbacks in the NFL is the most overrated quarterback that there is of the 32. And so <clears throat> wow. that led to the bet here on Minnesota. I'm going to be like a uh, fox in the hen house on, sa- on Sunday because I'll be, you know, in all my Raiders regalia. And uh, I'll be cheering when Alexander Madison scores uh, a, a touchdown. <laughs> so that'll be You're a kind of hooked here because you don't get the chance of where if it was like Vikings as a three point dog, you that's could right. Root for the Raiders one point yes. win. You're kind of 
You're in trouble there. My, my plan is to, because I'll, I'll be there for the Thursday night game as well against the Chargers, I will be betting against the Chargers. I love that spot for the Raiders, especially since we're, we're, we're predicting a loss here. You're getting the Chargers in on a Thursday on a short week after a tough loss at home. Mm. I love that spot for the Raiders. Don't know what number I'm getting. Don't really care. Uh, I will be on the Raiders on Thursday. Last release before we get to some other games here, Adam. Um, the Cleveland Browns you all released at minus two. That's now minus three, juiced to minus three. Uh, I'm assuming you all are expecting a return here from DTR and a no-show from Trevor Lawrence uh, against a very physical defense uh, from C.J. Beathard here. Is that sort of the idea? Uh, no, expecting that we are going to see uh, Joe Flacco under center really? is the expectation. Oh, no, Joe's not done. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So that that's how we're looking at it from Cleveland, but really this is actually uh, a fate of the Jacksonville offense more so than it is backing the Browns offense. We're probably going to be without Amari Cooper. So when we look at the Jags, there's still a rumor out there that Trevor Lawrence might play. There is nobody listening to this right now who believes that Trevor Lawrence can play after seeing what he went through on Monday Night Football. That would be, in in the 16 years I have been doing this, if Lawrence plays, that will be the most impressive return from injury the next week that I have seen. I just, I cannot see that happening. It is very likely going to be C.J. Beathard under center, but now it is C.J. Beathard without Christian Kirk, who is the Jags' best player against man defense facing a Browns defense that plays man at the fourth highest rate in the NFL. And by the way, there's a ton of wind and there's a ton of rain forecasted with cold temperatures. And their main running back, Travis Etienne, is dealing with a rib contusion. And when you add in the elements and the weather, we didn't see him want to get hit against Cincinnati. They limited his production. There's also a banged-up offensive line. What is that going to look like against this Browns defense coming back home after being on the road for two weeks? To me, um, this is a fate of the Jags' offense. We'll take the Browns laying the points. How about Eagles-Cowboys? And do we believe yet, Adam, where are you on, on just how well the Cowboys are playing it, albeit against lower-level competition? They're going to play that well when you step it up here? And is it three straight weeks the Eagles have been underdogs, including in this one? Yeah, we have just massive conflict in schedules. The Eagles have been running the gauntlet. The Cowboys have been coasting. Yep. And now we see this game when they played back in Week 9. It was the Eagles' three-and-a-half-point favorites. We are now through the zero to the other side of the Cowboys as three-and-a-half favorites. So not only is a lot of that expectation, as well as how well they've been playing, being priced into this number, it's starting to look like it's going a little bit far. I'll give you guys the kind of quirky, weird angle within this, and then I'll give you something that really is going to matter. The quirky kind of fun angle within this, I shouldn't call it fun. That's going to be insensitive, but... Uh, Mike McCarthy is having surgery this afternoon. He has to get an appendectomy. And he is going to miss not only today, but probably tomorrow and Friday for being able to prep for this game against the Philadelphia Eagles. We are talking about how McCarthy on a weekly basis is not only having everything incredibly comfortable for him from the Cowboys playing with the lead, but he, he he hasn't been punished for any bad decisions that he has made in play. And he hasn't been like void of making bad decisions, but he's been getting away with all of it. And now it's a tough game against a division opponent with so much on the line. I have to wonder if all of a sudden a midweek surgical procedure with disrupted prep maybe is enough to get McCarthy 
not quite ready to go for what is going to be required to win this game from an in-play game management perspective. Interesting. He's got away with so much. It sounds so far out there. I just I think this is the game where we see McCarthy's mistakes that he's been getting away with kind of come through to fruition. What I'll add is like legitimate analysis to sort of supplement this. Um, the Eagles have faced the second lowest rate of cover one this year in the NFL. Last year, they faced the most cover one. And the reason that's been happening is because defenses have shifted to playing too deep shell coverage because of how great A.J. Brown has been. We've seen the Eagles offense really struggle the last four games because their main weapon to counter defenses playing cover two, Dallas Goddard, has been missing. And what it's forced the Eagles to do is play with four and five wide receiver sets, which they never do when Goddard is healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's really changed the Eagles offense as a whole, add in the fact that Hertz has been hampered with a leg injury. Mm -hmm. Long-winded way of saying Goddard is on track to play in this game. And the Cowboys play the highest rate of cover one, the defense the Eagles excel against in the league. And so if the Cowboys are going to do what other defenses have done to slow down the Eagles, not only are they going to have to do something drastically different than their norm, but they're going to have to do it against the Eagles offense who gets their best weapon back, most likely, against that type of defense. I think all signs point here to Eagles three and a half. Long-winded answer, but this is a fun one to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I love you know, the thinking. Fundamentally, right, like, uh, and, and by the way, like, do you guys just feel, you know, like, on top of the world when you've sent out two Panthers releases this year and and you're undefeated on backing the Carolina Panthers like I would I would feel like nobody could touch me if that was the case like the Carolina Panthers but you know they 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 can't win but but you found value on the point spread in, in a situation like this when you're saying three and a half like it almost does it does it almost not feel like uh, you know money line is is the better value in this situation like i look all across the week you know in the, no, the league this week and not many of these games uh where the underdog cover did they not also win so i'm just curious uh, from your perspective there philosophically if 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 you might entertain a money line bet more so than a point spread here well, the money line and point spread are priced equally. Right. So when right. you're looking at a three-and-a-half-point dog on the road with a 51-and-a-half-point total, a plus 155 to plus 160 is what that point spread represents. And so I wouldn't say that it's necessarily better value in terms of that it's a better bet. It obviously pays more, yeah. um, but it's, it's, it's the same it's it's all equal probability um, wise, right? Way to explain it exactly. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Adam Turnoff from Right Angle Sports here, talking all things NFL. Joins us every Wednesday here on the show. Follow him on Twitter, Adam Turnoff, and certainly subscribe and download the Simple Handicap Podcast. Okay, we have some uh, some movement here in another high profile game of the week in Bills and Chiefs. That number just got taken uh, down to one and a half. Kansas City. I'm assuming this is related to the practice report. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco did not go. Uh, Cook did not go. Tranquil did not go. Uh, at what point, Adam, do you look at this and say, I mean, I'm getting the Chiefs, <laughs> you know, at, basically at a pick them here, uh, and, and, you, and there's becomes value there? Or are they so depleted that you can only look to Buffalo? Just curious as to your view of this game. Here's what I'll say about this. And we're talking about like kind of alternate bets you can make and where the value might come from that is different than the point spread that you just mentioned, which is a great point. 
But with all of the betting options that we have, you can find the Chiefs to be the one seed in the AFC at plus 300 this week, three to one. If you think the Chiefs can win this game, if you're talking about a way to find a better bet within a bet, take the Chiefs to win the one seed because if they get through the Bills this week, it's Pats, Raiders, Jake Browning, and the Chargers to finish up. The Chiefs are going to run the table if they beat the Bills. And then you look at the Ravens and the Dolphins. They play each other coming up. There's also a game with the Jags mixed in there. All of these other three teams that the Chiefs are competing with for the one seed end up crossing over and playing each other. And so if the Chiefs get through this and you think they win, uh, take that three to one to get the one seed. Um, Within this matchup, why the numbers come down, you're right. Practice report against Kansas City, but also the practice report for the Bills with some of these key defenders in the secondary. Uh, a lot of those guys are back on the practice field after the bye. So the Bills are finally getting healthy on defense for the first time in a long time. Um, in terms of the game, I don't really have an opinion on the side. I'm intrigued by the total. I haven't bet it at 48.5 just because these two teams, but they've matched up recently. It's, it's 53, it's 54, it's 56. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.